I'm your host, Annie Bowles, and this is News Du Jour. Hey, you guys, and welcome back to the news du jour, a calmer space to consume the news. Happy Monday. So last week, I started out the week by saying that I was really looking forward to some normal. And then my baby came down with a mysterious virus that caused him to break out in a rash all over his body. So not so normal and not so fun. But he's definitely better by now all has passed. But this week, I'm just trying to go with the flow and not make any sudden movements or any broad statements like that. We're just going to tiptoe quietly through this week and hope everything goes smoothly. Anywho, without further ado, we'll go ahead and jump into the news. I have one mini story for you guys and then three stories that are all kind of crazy. So let's buckle up for a bumpy ride. First and foremost, for our mini story, the Tui family has officially announced that they plan to end the conservatorship that they have Michael Orr under and have had him under for many years. If you guys remember, we covered this story last week, but this is the dark side of the real family from the blind side. They have been profiting off of Michael Orr's football career, his film rights, his likeness, and more for many years and actually never formally adopted him as per these legal proceedings. It hasn't all gone through yet, but this is what Michael Orr is alleging with his lawsuit. Again, we covered this last week, so if you want all of the details and the backstory there, you can find it on Thursday's episode. Okay, and then for our first longer story today, we are, of course, covering Hillary. So Hillary has arrived, you guys, and she is the first tropical storm to hit Southern California in 84 years. There has never ever been a tropical storm watch declared in Southern California in U.S. history until now. She made landfall in Mexico's Baja coast yesterday and crossed into the U.S. shortly afterward. With this storm, we can expect that there's going to be flash floods, mudslides, sinkholes, isolated tornadoes, high winds, and certainly mass power outages. By the time that you guys are hearing this, most of that will already be underway or have happened and it has moved through depending on when you hear this. That said, Hillary was first expected to arrive as a Category 4 hurricane, but she was downgraded to a tropical storm once making landfall. So that is a good thing. But that said... Rainfall is expected to reach between three and six inches, but could go up to 10 inches in some area. And that's really the most dangerous piece. The biggest worry here is not actually with winds, which is what makes a hurricane a hurricane, but with flooding. Flooding is the most dangerous aspect to this type of storm for human beings. 
NPR hosted an expert on their podcast that told listeners, if you encounter flooded roads while in your car, quote, turn around, don't drown, end quote. And I thought that was a huge, you know, a great piece of advice because it's so easy to remember that line, turn around, don't drown. That's what you should keep in your head. Never drive into flooded roads, you guys. I know that seems like an obvious point, but I think when you're like, oh, well, the grocery store is right over there. I'll just drive through this flooded area real quick and then get the supplies we need. No, don't do it. Just don't give in to temptation when it comes to your life. We know that human emissions are heating our entire planet. You guys, we know this. The ocean temperatures are rising, and that means that hurricanes are going to form much more easily. Warm ocean waters are basically crack for hurricanes. They make hurricanes much bigger and stronger and more frequent. Extreme weather patterns, and specifically hurricanes, have been predicted as part of climate change for decades and decades. So while scientists will take their time in verifying that this is specifically linked to human-caused climate change, and they should, It is safe to say that they will more than likely come to that conclusion in the coming days or weeks, and we'll definitely keep you guys posted on that. The entire state of California declared a state of emergency, and many areas have put out evacuation orders due to specific circumstances. You know, certain little islands and places like that are just going to get hit harder, so they have put evacuation orders in place in those certain areas. But Southern Cali is not the only place in North America with evacuation orders right now. This brings us to Yellowknife, Canada, where the 20,000 residents there are asked to leave their homes. Grocery stores are closed, streets are emptied, and police are patrolling neighborhoods to prevent looting and chaos. Getting all the civilians out was going to be the tricky part here. So police are able to move in a much more organized fashion. So they're going to be the last ones out. Smoke was bellowing into the city as the wildfires loomed, headed right towards this once bustling city that now feels more like a ghost town. As a reminder, it is so important to watch or listen to local news and heed local warnings in these extreme weather scenarios and always prepare in any way you can. I know that my family has a survival box in our basement with a portable crib for the baby, basic food and survival gear like a crank radio, whistles, flashlights, first aid. It took one good storm with me and the baby down there alone for me to realize we are always better safe than sorry, and I needed to be better prepared. Putting these types of measures in place can really mean the difference between life and death in certain circumstances. So like I said, always better to be safe. And basically, I just like downloaded a online guide to what you need in your basement for survival. I didn't come up with any of this on my own. It's just, you know, a checklist. And I put together a little box that's labeled and it's down there just in case we ever need it. But without further ado, we'll go on to our next story. And I do have to issue a content warning here a major content warning. This story involves the murder of half a dozen babies or more. I don't usually like to cover this type of topic as this is a calmer space to consume the news. 
And I don't like to cover sensationalized stories just to drum up drama. I want to make that very clear. We have enough drama in all of our lives. Let's be real. But this story I do feel is important. That said, if you're not up for it, you can always skip ahead to hear our final story and just go ahead and skip this one. But there was a nurse in England who was convicted last week of killing at least seven babies. Okay, guys, so like I said, I have avoided covering this story because, again, I don't like these clickbaity, traumatainment type of stories. That's not what we are about here. But this woman is now convicted of taking the lives of more than six helpless, beloved children. And I felt we owed it to their families to cover their stories and make sure that you guys were aware of this. It is believed that she attempted to kill at least 10 other babies but was unsuccessful with these other cases. She is legitimately the most prolific serial killer of children in modern history and the British people have been completely shaken by this case and totally heartbroken by this story. But over in Great Britain, there was a woman by the name of Lucy Letby who worked as a nurse, yes, a freaking nurse, you guys, at the Countess of Chester Hospital in Northwest England between 2015 and 2016. During her time there, she perfected different ways of making it look like she was helping a sick child while she was secretly harming them, trying to make it look like they had died of natural causes rather than what was actually happening. She was injecting them with air or insulin or overfeeding them. When babies started dying at much higher rates than normal in this neonatal unit, the hospital began an investigation. You see, it's obviously not a good look for hospitals to be losing patients, period, but especially not children who are supposed to have better outcomes, being more naturally resilient, and this was definitely a red flag for the hospital that they needed to figure out exactly what was going on. Doctors were actually struggling to find medical explanations for these sudden deaths as well. So that investigation that began small had as many as 70 police officers working the case by its peak, according to the New York Times. Before long, investigators began to realize that Lucy was the common theme throughout all of these strange cases. They then found that she was falsifying medical records of these patients, which led investigators to her doorstep. In her home, they found sprawling post-it notes that honestly, you guys, could have been straight out of criminal minds. They had all this tiny handwriting all over them about how she found herself to be evil and that she, quote, killed them on purpose, end quote, supposedly because she felt she was not good enough to care for them. On Friday of last week, they read the verdicts. She was guilty, and that brought the end to a multi-year journey. Lucy was someone who seemed so normal, so beige to those around her, but that kind of served as the perfect cover for her horrific crimes. No one believed that she was capable of something so perverse and so cruel and honestly, so completely evil. What's maybe the most heartbreaking component to this story is the fact that she was a nurse. I think we all consider nurses to be some of the most beautiful and selfless spirits that operate in this world. I know I do at least. 
they dedicate their lives to serving others and healing others, but not in a glory hound kind of way. In a down to earth, getting puked on, wrapping wounds, comforting you in your darkest moments kind of way, not making you worse every step of the way. So the British Health Secretary has now announced that there will be an independent inquiry into how all of this could have happened. How did Lucy slip through the cracks? Were there no red flags raised? How did hospital managers ignore those red flags? Just because someone seems normal doesn't mean that they are. And we need better systems in place to make sure that this never happens again. I wanted to end this story off with a list of the names of the children whose lives were taken from them, but they have understandably been hidden from the public. So instead, I would like to just do a moment of silence for their very special, all too short lives and for all those who loved them. May they rest in peace. And for our final story today, I'm sorry if I go over a little bit, you guys, but I wanted to let you know that Donald Trump is not going to be participating in the debate. So Donald Trump has officially announced that he will not be participating in the Republican primary debate, which, as a reminder, is happening this Wednesday on Fox. This is a pretty major slap in the face to the Republican Party as a whole, but also to Fox News, who would certainly stand to profit off of Trump bringing his loyal base along for the ride. His team has floated the idea that he is not participating because he has nothing to gain because he's already so far ahead in the polls. But what if some of his competitors show up and show out? What if they come out looking stronger? So Trump has decided that he is going to be interviewed by Tucker Carlson instead, which at first I thought, oh, I gotcha. So Fox News still gets their airtime with Trump. But no, lest we forget, Tucker Carlson is no longer synonymous with Fox. He has his own platform now, and that is where Trump is going to be interviewed by Tucker Carlson on his own platform. So as a reminder, he's gone rogue. And I'm sure that is why Trump is excited to be interviewed by him. The rule book has been thrown out. It is the Wild West out here. And I'm excited to tune in to all of this for you guys and serve up any juicy details right here on the News Du Jour. And that for today is the News Du Jour. Today, I wanted to leave you guys with the quote... There are as many ways to live life as there are people in this world. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe on whatever podcast platform you use to listen. A rate and review or shout out on social media would mean the world to us and help us be able to keep creating the news du jour. But the best way to support all of our work is to become a patron at www.patreon.com forward slash sugarfree media. You can also follow us on social media under sugarfreemedia.co on Instagram and just sugarfree media, all one word on TikTok. Any little noises you may hear in the background are my rescue pup. He has a little separation anxiety and always records with me. We appreciate you listening and look forward to telling you about the news again next time on News Du Jour.
Broadcasting from... Oh. Oh.